0: Welcome to Women Beyond Faith, where we are finding freedom on the other side, one story at a time. For women who have walked away from faith, the challenges are often overwhelming, isolated, abandoned by family, misunderstood by partners, ostracized by friends, shamed for thinking critically, cursed for speaking out, subdued by the patriarchy. Thank you for joining us today as we provide a platform for women to speak up, to speak out, and to share their stories because their stories count, their stories matter. Hey everybody, it's Leah and welcome back or welcome back to me. Uh, still trying to catch up on recovering from COVID and adjusting to the night shift at work. I received a position at the hospital I did my residency at on the night shift on the cardiac floor and whoo, that's kicking my butt too. Life just kicking my butt, anywho. Life is okay. We are hanging in there and uh, learning how to maneuver and manage life's transitions, being empty nesters, full time employment that is kicking my butt. And uh, just life after faith and trying to restructure relationships and friendships and um, priorities and trying to take care of myself
1: while caring for others, my kiddos primarily, and some of my friends. And finding that that's about all I can manage
0: these days and I don't know, I mean, like I want to give myself the space to um, acknowledge and accept the fact that this transition to full-time employment is a big fucking deal Um, and to give myself the space and the grace to um, be exhausted in that. But on the other hand, the perfectionist tendencies that make up so much of my being I have a hard time granting that grace and that space for me and myself as a, as a human, you know, I don't have excuses. I don't have kids at home and I don't have a whole lot of responsibilities outside of just going to work. Um, and yet it's been rough. It's been tough. It's been quite an adjustment in my life. And and managing COVID still last night, I got floated to the COVID floor. And uh, that's always a rude awakening for me. And it brings with it such grief and sadness and uh, feelings of anger and justification for that anger when we as nurses are having to gown up and cap her up and put on all the gear before we go into our COVID positive patient rooms to care for them. And it's a lot and it's exhausting and it frustrates me that people I know and love um, make comments such as, the hospitals are just putting any COVID patient into the ICU, the hospitals are making up numbers, we're exaggerating COVID, all the same shit that we've been hearing for months and months and months. And I just want to say, get your ass in there for five fucking minutes and see what these nurses are doing, see what they're having to fight through and work through. I mean, things as simple as when I put on my gown and my masks, plural N95, and then I put an additional mask on top of my N95, and had I not just had COVID in August, that knocked me flat on my ass for five weeks, I would be wearing the capper. But I feel like the N95 and the the other mask is is adequate for me at this stage. But um, when I gown up and mask up and enter into my patient room to care for him or her, uh, my badge and my pens, and my scissors, and my light, and all the things that I m- might need to care for my patient, not all the things, some of the things are in my pockets, are hidden behind my gown. And so I've got to finagle my hands to m- and maneuver them around my gown and around the things and into my pockets and down, my, down the top of my gown in order to get my badge to put into the computer so that I can scan the patient's bracelet so that I can scan the medication to give to them to help them. And it just takes, everything just takes so much longer and it's so much more grueling and exhausting and frustrating. And then you add to the fact that people are denying that we're in this sad state of affairs and denying the reality of my situation. And I'm hardly even exposed to COVID at work. I'm hardly even placed into unit, the the unit. We have one unit at my facility where we house our COVID patients. And my life as a new nurse during COVID, during this pandemic has been easy I'm not working down there in that ICU day in and day out each and every 12 hour shift. I just get floated there on occasion. So anyway, I'm, I'm still tired of all that shit. And I, I, I cannot wait for the day that we can somehow some way just turn the page on this COVID stuff. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that means, but for me, having been doubly vaccinated and gotten the Delta, I feel like I am um, anti up, and I feel pretty safe being able to be a, a person who can go in and care for these patients in their rooms. So that was my last night, and that was a lot, and that was hard, and that was sad, and My patient was not vaccinated. Um, We didn't really go too deep into the conversation about how he came about making that decision. But that's pretty much the norm within my limited view that I have. But yeah, I'm still tired. And I don't know how much of that has to do with just being depressed and adjusting to night shift and the pandemic and seeing my adult children just struggling, trying to figure out this thing called life. Um, For me, myself, trying to move or maneuver relationships and prioritize um, the things in life that matter most to me and, and trying to put myself first for a change. And in doing so, the pushback that that brings and that offers to my life, be it from my, my husband or my
1: in-laws or friendships or coworkers, um, it's exhausting. And Jesus Christ, my life is easy
0: peasy compared to so many of y'all out there. So anyway, I'm still not in a great space. And that's one of the main reasons why I haven't had a whole lot of interviews. I haven't talked to a whole bunch of people this year. I just do not have the energy to make the phone calls and arrange the interviews and and have the conversations. And so that kind of leads me to... um, one of the pieces of this podcast that I've been thinking about and working on and off at for the last 18 months or so, prior to COVID, more than 18 months, but just rebranding this podcast and um, embracing the fact that all women, anyone who identifies as a woman she, her, they, them pronouns, um, religious, a-religious, formerly religious, never religious, um, that we have stories to tell. And so I wanna move this space to be a space that's primarily been about and for women sharing their stories of leaving toxic Christendom, Christianity, and finding freedom on the other side to just being a space for any women, all women, to share stories of overcoming and uh, fighting back against the patriarchy, whatever that looks like, however that manifests itself in their lives. Um, I think about an elderly friend of mine who was born at the end of. Uh, well, in the amidst World War II, married a serviceman, US serviceman came over here um, as a young bride to a shit show, leaving all of her family behind. And the things that she saw as a young girl uh, in Germany, struggling to survive, um, her mom struggling to find food to put onto the table. Her mother hiding Jews in their home. I mean, fascinating stories. You know, she's someone I would love to be able to share and show and present to you um, the resiliency and the badassery of women around the globe and women who have not just left religion but who have risen up in their own way and however and whatever it has been that they have needed to do to survive in this world and uh as you all know life is hard damn it even for me someone who has had so many of life's treasures handed to her And if life is this hard, can be this hard for me, how fucking hard is it? And has it been for some of you, for my friend, my elderly friend from Germany, fucking hard. And so I want to broaden this space. I want to broaden this platform to be a space for women where we can speak up and we can speak out and just share our voices and share our stories. The same, the same reasons that we did Women Beyond Faith, that I did Women Beyond Faith and that Wendy started Women Beyond Belief, a space for women to safely and securely be able to share their stories. And so we're working on a rebrand and uh, I've got my girls helping me out. One of my girls writing music and songs. Um, that we're going to share and that will be a part of the the podcast and another one of my girls who's going to be doing my the branding the social media branding and the editing and the graphics and uh we're still trying to figure out what to name this thing and uh we've been struggling we've been going back and forth for I think over a year and uh Currently, I think some of my top faves are, we're speaking, hello. Um, I'm speaking, I don't like the singularity of that. I like more of a plurality, because it's conversation between you and me, or me and someone else, for for the most part. Um, Raising our voices, Um, we are here bold and beautiful. I don't know, I just made that one up. Anyway, it's a work in progress. But we are working on rebranding and uh I don't know when that's going to come, but if you guys have any ideas for names, shoot them my way. Um I'm probably going to even put a little poll up in our secret Facebook group for folks to kind of vote on. Um so we can finalize our graphics and kind of move forward with some of our music and and uh that sort of stuff. Um, Other things going on in my life, our little humanist community here in Cincinnati um, may be starting back up soon. Um, As most of you know, we kind of pretty much folded and fell flat on our faces during COVID. Um, That's been rough. Um, That sense of support um, from that community um, has been missing, not only for myself, but for the other leadership members and for those folks who, who looked to us to be their leaders and their source of community um, in the Cincinnati area. So we're looking to try that again. But um, I don't know, I, I have different feelings about it at this stage of the game. Um, I don't know, as I'm getting older and working full time, you know, there's limited amounts of energy that we all have. We each have. And, and how do I spend that energy and what do I use that on and how much energy do I allot for different pieces as we're all trying to figure out, right. But the humanist community thing, um, yeah, I think i have kind of taken a step back from, from being one of the main leaders to being a support staff person. Um, because I've noticed about myself, I've learned about myself, and this is part of one of the pieces that I've been struggling with during this COVID stuff is um, I typically give 110% to the things that I'm participating in and like not everybody else does that and that's extremely disappointing and leaves me sad and broken-hearted and um, I'm just learning to set up some boundaries to kind of protect my heart and to protect my time and energy and to set myself up for success versus continued failure and disappointment so anyway I'll just stay tuned on on how that moves forward and if it moves forward and what that looks like i'll certainly share with you guys um
1: how that is going um i miss you guys. I miss the intimacy of relationships that
0: some of us have had in the past. Um, I miss being more of my carefree, laid back, easygoing self. Um, I'm not sure if it's political divide in which we find ourselves, Mm -hmm. the pandemic,
1: um, full-time employment, the type of full-time employment that I'm engaged in, all of the things, Um, but I just kind of feel isolated and
0: I feel like I'm not 100% sure on where to go and where to look. And uh, you'd be proud of me as I'm trying to develop new relationships with people in my local community, Um, friendships that are healthier and less one-sided and putting myself into spaces and places where um, there is more of an equal amount of self-given to those relationships. And so today, I've been thinking about this for some time, but today I actually reached out to someone um, involved in an organization that I've become involved in in the last year, Um, Braver Angels. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with that, but It's an organization that's trying to um, improve the communication between um, those of us who disagree. And so one of the Cincinnati leaders um, is formerly religious as well. And she and I kind of connected a little bit um, during one of our meetings, Zoom meetings uh, about a month ago. And so I thought, hey, maybe she is a person who could be a good support person for me. And I reached out to her this morning and um, asked her if she's interested in
1: getting coffee or a glass of wine and trying to connect. Um, I need to stop being
0: that support person for so many people in my life, um, I need support. I need people when I'm with them to ask about
1: my life and my day and my mental health. And um, that's hard to come by these days. I think so many of us, all of us,
0: maybe we're all just struggling and have so much less to give and to offer. And uh, I wanna be able to be in relationships with folks who offer
1: that support to me. So anyway, much love. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I miss you, stay tuned. And thanks for your continued love and support.
0: Stay tuned. Um, Tomorrow, I'm hoping to record a little brainstorming session with myself and one of my daughters, at least, who is going to be um, helping um, to lay out the the rebrand of the Women Beyond Faith podcast. Over and out, ladies. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Women Beyond Faith, where we are finding freedom on the other side, one story at a time.